morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning, y'all. It is Monday, July 19th. Hope everybody is off to a great start to the week. On this day, the highly rated PS2 JRPG Final Fantasy X launched all the way back in 2001. Shout out Final Fantasy. I mean, the game celebrating its 20th anniversary. What a great franchise. I played it growing up. My uncles played it. My father did. So really cool to see this anniversary on episode jail. Yeah, definitely. I definitely I played Final Fantasy back in my day. I know I'm making myself sound old. I was a kid in the early 2000s. So it was like it was one of those staple games that we played alongside, you know, things like Tekken and, and, and stuff like that. Sports. So, Impact Wrestling's Slammiversary delivered in-match quality and surprises. Okay, now we know we rarely cover Impact Wrestling, but after this past Saturday's Slammiversary event, we felt like it was the right time to highlight the underrated wrestling company. Here's how it went down. Impact Wrestling's PPV was pretty much a home run. Not only did it produce some good to great matches, but it also delivered on its promise of featuring surprise appearances. Among those surprise appearances were three recently released WWE superstars who are Chelsea Green, No Way Jose, and Mickey James. The show also featured talent from the NWA, AEW, and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Thunder Rosa popped up, plus the tag team of David Finley and Juicy Robinson. They also made their return. But the biggest shock of all came when NJPW, never open weight champion Jay White, came out at the end of the show. Those shocking developments point to a post-pandemic era of Impact Wrestling that has a super exciting. Kobe, what you got for us? Yes, Slovenian cyclist Hade Pogacar won his second consecutive Tour de France title in the tournament that wrapped up in Paris yesterday. And, you know, while he did have a great race, the success that he had uh, might have come on the legs of some help from the rest of the competition. Fellow rivals Primoz Roglic and Duran Tomas suffered crashes early on in stage three of the race, forcing Roglic to withdraw a few days later and Tomas to ride the rest of the Tour de France with a dislocated shoulder. But nonetheless, Pogachar still ran a great race, won by 5 minutes and 20 seconds over the second place finisher from Denmark. And he's a guy that's 22 years old. He shocked the world in last year's Tour de France, has his whole career ahead of him. The sky's the limit for the kid, if you ask me. And he's now considered to be in the upper echelon in professional cycling. So congratulations, Pogachar, You're the man. Speaking of being the man, Colin Murikawa is the man in golf again as he rallied to win the Open Championship yesterday. The 24-year-old American has tallied his second major tournament championship after winning the Open yesterday. And he finished with a bogey-free four under 66 to clinch that title. Murikawa beat out the well-established Jordan Spieth, who actually burst onto the scene himself in 2015 when he won the Masters, beating out Tiger Woods. Morikawa won the PGA Championship 11 months ago during his debut in that tournament that didn't have spectators because of the coronavirus pandemic. Everyone is really talking about how wise and special this kid is, so I'm sure we're going to see a lot of Colin being a part of these big tournaments and lifting trophies as well in years to come. Gaming. These are the gaming releases for this week. On Tuesday, July 20th, Chris Tales, the ambitious animated RPG that features time-jumping mechanics, will finally launch. Then, on Wednesday, July 21st, the new multiplayer online battle arena game Pokemon Unite lands exclusively on the Nintendo Switch. 
Oh, and if you missed out on the Orcs Must Die when it launched on Google Stadia last year, don't worry. The game will finally come to PS4, Xbox Series, Xbox One, and PC on Friday, July 23rd. Colby, you got something else in the gaming world for us? Yes, big news in the Ubisoft realm as they are announcing a new game in the Tom Clancy universe during a live stream today. And if you're hoping to catch that live stream, be sure to do so from Ubisoft's YouTube channel at 11.15 a.m. Pacific time, which is 2.15 p.m. Eastern time. The game that's set to get the big reveal treatment is tied to the Tom Clancy in-game universe. Thanks to a Twitter teaser, gamers got a brief look at the game and it's set up as a team-based first-person shooter. According to recent leaks, the game is called Battlecat and it's said to combine the signature factions from the game Splinter Cell, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, and The Division. The factions that players will be able to join are Splinter Cell's Echelon, Ghost Recon Breakpoint's Wolves, and The Division's Cleaners and Outcasts. Entertainment. Thanks for that, Colby. So now we're going to jump over into a topic that's been probably, in our opinion, um, arguably the hottest topic of the weekend, and that is Space Jam, A New Legacy. Now, this has been sort of divided. Some people love it. Some people don't. Some people are taking it for what it is, which is a kid's movie that's supposed to be fun and friendly, family friendly, you know, all of that. And then some people are treating it like it's an Academy Award winning film or should have been in terms of how they're critiquing it. Ultimately, it was made for kids. And whether you like it or not, Space Jam, A New Legacy dominated the box office. So if you thought that it wasn't going to earn money, you got to think again, because this past weekend in the theaters, it raked in a projected 32 million at the domestic box office, surpassing the latest entry in the Marvel Cinematic Universe Black Widow, which finished second with roughly 26 million. So despite these less than stellar reviews, the movie was still clearly a hit with audiences as it managed to pull in that oppressive amount while also being available to stream at home on HBO Max at no extra cost to subscribe. Subscribers. LeBron took to Twitter on Saturday to rightfully boast about the film's financial success, simply tweeting hi haters while sharing a link to an article from Deadline that details the movie's return. So that's definitely great for LeBron, um, great for the Space Jam community. And I watched the movie, thought it was pretty dope. Um, and hopefully people will continue to enjoy it. And I think, too, it'll also be interesting to see what those final numbers sort of look like um, in terms of streaming when they do uh, count those HBO Max to see what it pulled in totally over the weekend. But for it to still be available on a streaming platform, HBO Max, and still pull in those numbers was pretty cool. All right, all right. That is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. You know the deal. We'll be back tomorrow as usual. And as always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.